1: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with Charlie Long. We're taking you to 530 tonight, and then it'll be LSU pregame as the LSU Fighting Tigers play the Florida Gators for the national championship, and you can hear that game live right here on the Big 870, also on the Odyssey app. We're still trying to get in touch with Jordy Collada, uh, the big change in the lineup, and uh, it was announced, uh, I guess about 445, that Cable also... Uh, will be the leadoff guy for the Tigers tonight, moving him up in the lineup ahead of Dylan Cruz. And so uh, just trying to get some actions, maybe to sort of set up a situation where you can get uh, more more runs and, and having Dylan being in that particular spot. So, Charlie, I think uh, so far... That sort of makes sense to me uh, to to move that. But this was a calculated plan, just like I remember a few weeks back with Scott Sanders, him telling us about Dylan didn't bat, you know, in the leadoff spot. And then all of a sudden you saw the change in the lineup because they were trying to work around uh, Cruz and also trying to work around Tommy White. This way you got him up in there and you got to face that opening guy.
0: Yeah, no, and and so we've gotten different texts about this kind of decision, and we've heard from both sides of it. Like, I kind of like the decision because I like the idea of having Cruz with someone on base, and you just haven't been getting that consistently from the bottom of the lineup. We kind of talked about it earlier. LSU's bottom of the lineup really hasn't been – consistently productive enough to get Cruz those at bats with runners in scoring position so Cruz will get on base and Tommy White will get on base because they'll intentionally walk him like you were saying but then those guys in the middle of the lineup like Beloso has gotten some big hits and Gavin Dugas has gotten some hits but they've left a lot of runners on base and so you're hoping that you can now get Cruz up to bat and Tommy White up to bat with guys in scoring position and that's how you're going to produce runs but on the other end of the spectrum we've got guys that have texted in we got this text earlier said I love Jay Johnson I think he's a great coach but Beloso leading off I I want him hitting with runners on base, not to mention he's a liability on the base paths with speed. I can understand that as well, but I still kind of go back to the idea of making sure this is the last game you're going to have with Dylan Cruz. And Jay Johnson has obviously optimized his at-bats by giving him the leadoff spot and giving him the most at-bats on the team by having him be in the leadoff spot. But because of that, he's been hitting a lot with guys that aren't on base. He's been leading off the games. He's been the first guy getting on. But now you have a guy like Kate Beloso who's been consistently really solid in this College World Series run, one of your best hitters. If not, maybe you can make an argument that he's been the best hitter. Um, and now you're saying, okay. Also
1: setting up for, for
0: Tommy Tanks. We're expecting you to get on base, and we're expecting Dylan Cruz to be Dylan Cruz with a runner on. And then Tommy White, I mean, yeah. Mike, the splits are unbelievable when Dylan Cruz is on base versus off. I think he's hitting like 680 when it, when, it, when Dylan Cruz is on base. So that's kind of how Jay Johnson's playing this. He wants a great at-bat in front of Dylan Cruz, and Cade is going to be that guy. So that's kind of how I explain it. You get this guy, if he works a walk, cool. You get Dylan Cruz up with a runner on base. If Cruz hits it out the park, it's 2-0. If Cruz gets an at-bat and he gets on base, whether that be a walk, because he's got, I think he leads the team in walks this season, He lead, maybe even lead the country in walks, he gets on base with a walk, let's say. Now you have two people on for Tommy White. Tommy White hits 680 with Cruz on base but he has two people on base now. You understand what I'm trying to say? So, I mean, Jay Johnson's trying to optimize his best hitters by putting a guy like Cade Beloso, even though he may not be the fastest
1: guy like that texter had mentioned. And and that part is true. He's not the fastest guy. Correct. But, uh, again, this is about setting up to get your best hitters. Correct. and, and, And get your runners that you just don't score one run. You get multiple runs out of it. Correct. And, and I mean, I would mentioned those numbers, and I'm going
0: to say it again, Mike – in these two games, 7 of 41 with runners on base, 3 of 18 with runners in scoring position, 25 people left on base. At some point, you're going to get some of those guys in the bottom of the order to get on base, and if Cade Beloso is that guy that comes up now with runners on base, and he gets a good at-back, gets a walk, and now it's Dylan Cruz hitting with the, with the bases loaded instead of some of the other guys that have left the bases stranded in these past few games, I think you're feeling a lot better about your chances to put a lot of runs up tonight.
1: Yeah. Charlie, it goes to show how much now the College World Series have changed. And uh, if you will listen in Friday, and and I hope we can get that bite. We can maybe play it later on. Uh, Archie Manning actually got to play in the College World Series. And he said, you know, to get there, it was called the District uh, you know, it wasn't a regional. It was a district championship uh, to get to Omaha and and how different it all is today than when he was at Ole Miss and uh, uh, Coach Johnny Vaught didn't allow him to play as a freshman uh, on the baseball team, allowed him as a sophomore, uh, but didn't allow him to play as a – and Archie was a really good player, got drafted by the Kansas City Royals. And he just sort of went through that scenario of just how different is looked at today, uh, the College World Series, in compared to when he played in 1969. Yeah, it's, it's a whole totally different world. <laughs> Man, you talking about a different world. But we also got another
0: text, Mike, and this guy, I think, agrees with us from, let's see, 0004. Beloso doesn't swing at garbage and he gets on base with walks a lot. That's what Jay Johnson's hoping for. Yeah, exactly. And I just mentioned the stat, guys. I'm going to go back to it here. Jack Haglione, the starter for Florida tonight, in 73 and a third innings pitch, he's given up 52 walks. He hasn't gone a single start this season without giving up at least one walk.
1: Charlie, that's the thing, okay... Uh, They have all this stuff on computers now where it's at your fingertips. You can get all this information. It used to be data years ago. You know, know, they got all different words for it today. But it's playing the percentages that are right for you for the one game. For one game. Yep. Because you understand what's at stake here. What gives me the best chance to win? Okay, they're not paying Jay Johnson all that money. Uh, He's a multi-million dollar coach. Okay, you got to come up with this. And I think Jay feels this gives him the best chance to win tonight.
0: Obviously, Cabe Belosa is not your <laughs> typical He's leadoff hitter. He's not your hitter. typical leadoff hitter. Your no. typical leadoff hitter is a guy that gets on base and he can steal a base, right? Like that's, you kind of imagine like the Jose Altuves of the world when you're thinking of the typical, prototypical leadoff hitter. But with Kate Belosa, you're expecting him to give you a good, strong at-bat to start off this game. And then if he gets on base, you have your best hitters ready to go to try and get to Caglione early. Because he's had a couple games this season, Mike. I mean, I look back at a couple of the games earlier this year in the SEC tournament against Vanderbilt. He only went one and two-thirds innings. He got, he got chased really early against Vanderbilt. A big reason for that, he had two walks, gave up six runs. Two of them were earned, but on four hits. He only had a, a three strikeouts in that game. So with Caglione, if you can get to him early, Florida's bullpen is not their strength, right? Like we've mentioned no, that before. No, it's not.
1: The other thing, too, is, man, the way the umps have uh, the, the balls and strikes, that's another part you think about right. uh, of how they've called this series and, you know, that would favor the team that can get on base, okay, because of the, the the walk situation. And and LSU normally gets a lot of walks no matter what. Yeah, you just want to work. I mean, and they've done that.
0: Like, they've they've worked Brandon Sproat. They worked Hurston Waldrop yesterday. They did it against both of the starters that Florida threw out at them. Like, they worked those guys early and often. They got a lot of guys on base. They just couldn't get the big hit. Once again, 7-41 with runners on base, 3-18 of 18 with runners in scoring position. That's got to change if they want to have a chance to win the 2023 College Road Series finals tonight. I mean, there's no other way to say it. You can't leave 25 guys on base like you did in the first two games.
1: Yeah, and, that, that that's unacceptable. Right. But you understand that's the way the game goes, and you go through these little peaks and valleys with everything, and you try to give yourself the best – situation or put your team in the best situation to win. Cause you know there is no tomorrow. Okay? There is none. You gotta win tonight. There's there the is no tomorrow. And, and sit and what's funny is uh we're talking about this, uh Chessa and I uh this morning that how different it is and I spoke to you about it, Charlie, that LSU's baseball recruiting now has become every big of a deal as LSU's football recruiting. Because of the transfer portal.
0: Yeah, which guys can we get? Which of these studs from all different programs around the country can we bring in to give us another chance again to Omaha the next season, right?
1: And so you're seeing all the kind of the chess pieces being moved around, and you're going to have some major losses uh, from this team. Yeah, it's all about reloading. Tonight. And so it's not a rebuild. It's the reload. We'll be back to finish it off here on Sports Talk on the Big 870 right after this break. We're finishing it up here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike you along with Charlie Long, 5.30 pregame, LSU Florida, 6 o'clock first pitch. And uh, this popped into my head when we had Paul Maneri on last week. Paul was like, you know how you get judged? It's not by going to the World Series. It's by winning it. That's the LSU standard. You know, because he said, listen, I know that that's how they judge you on that part. This is the moment for Jay Johnson and the Tigers.
0: And you got to remember, too, Mike, in 2016, Jay was one win away from the College World Series. And he referenced that this year. He said it still keeps him up at night. He won that first game against Coastal Carolina when he was with Arizona in 2016. And then he lost the next two games by one run each. So now you're in the position. You won game one. You're once again
1: one win away. He's got to capture that first elusive national championship and bring home LSU seventh. And uh, somebody was asking about the streak, but the streak was actually entering the playoff system, being ranked number one, which Wake Forest was.
0: Oh, yeah, that's still alive now. That's still
1: alive. 1999, Miami of Florida was the last team to do it. LSU was preseason number one. And I think we've had a couple instances. I remember you looked it up. There's a couple instances where those teams did happen. And, you know, last year, Ole Miss... In some publications, was ranked number one.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Vanderbilt was also another one that was preseason number one, and they won it all. I believe in 2019, I want to say it was. I'm trying to remember. I'll double check it real quick. Uh, But yeah, there's there have been instances where the preseason number one team has won the full thing. It's been entering the tournament as the one seed that's been the curse.
1: The one thing with it, man, when you got transitional, generational type players like Paul Skeens, Dylan Cruz. and you may see one of the two on a team again in our lifetime, but Charlie to have both of them at the same time—that—that's what makes this team special. That you've got two generational players on the same team. Because yep. we may see another Dylan Cruz, and we may see another Paul Skeens. And it may take a while, but we might see them. But to have them both here at the same time, man. Uh, that, that It was really something to watch this year. Win or lose to watch those two guys. Yeah, they were special all season long. I mean, having two of the final three
0: nominees for the Golden Spikes this season is unreal. Which, speaking of which, congratulations to Dylan, Dylan Cruz, Cruz for winning he got the overlooked 2023.
1: yesterday with everything.
0: I know. I'm that, That's just so weird to me. And I, that's a full other rant for another day of giving the Golden Spikes right before the Game 2 of the College World Series Finals. Uh, that, Why don't that's you save strange. that
1: till after the season?
0: Yeah, or maybe even like before Omaha. I don't know. Like it's, the, I saw a comparison on Twitter. I think someone said it's like giving the Heisman before like the college the football playoff. You know what I mean? It's just doesn't yeah, make much sense. Yeah, Bobby
1: and I have talked about that a lot. That that should be given after, uh, not not before. That that should be taken into consideration uh, when you do it. But it just isn't. That's just the way things are. Hey, stay tuned to the Big 870 pregame at 530. And for everything this year, the national championship game right here on the Big 870, LSU in Florida, winner take all tonight. Go Tigers! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.